Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Another episode of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glasser coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, where we cover the latest news and trends in pop culture each and every week, twice a week, wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, also, well, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, of course, the great folks at LakersBall.com. Go ahead and check out Joe Soro today as Ox1947 at LakersBall.com. Plus, you know, he owns a great company that can help transform your lawn today into something much more better than it is right now. And if you're in the Southern California area, I suggest you go to Symbolates, symbolateswithaway.com. Our good friend, Magic Man, in the morning, he'll be here hopefully on the way very soon. Hopefully check out what he does every Friday morning on the Lakers Fast Break. Here for you right here at the YouTube channel. But of course, also as well, we've got Lakerholics.com. You know, Laker Tom is not happy as the number one Lakers blogger, and you know he's shouting his frustration. He will be at Lakerholics.com, along with our good friend Jamie Sweet, who will probably take the brunt of what Laker Tom is saying at Lakerholics.com. Our good friend Stone Hansen, big shout out to you, my friend. Go ahead and check out what he's doing today at Upside Swings NBA Draft Podcast. Plus also as well, go ahead and again, please like and subscribe. Subscribe. We're almost at 600 subscribers, so go ahead and check us out today. If you subscribe, you get the latest notifications. So when we go live with one of our many great, great shows that we've got planned for you in the coming days and weeks. So go ahead and check us out today by subscribing right there for you on YouTube or like us, follow us wherever you can on social media, Facebook, wherever we're at, Twitch. My gosh, we're all over the place. So check us out definitely at the Lakers Fast Break. And if you could do all that, it is sincerely. I appreciate it. Well, Blue Magic says it all. Once again, the Lakers came in tonight having a chance to go ahead and finish off the Memphis Grizzlies to move on to the second round. Going to be a tough game, as I indicated, on the Lakers snack pack because the Lakers were going up against a team very desperate with their backs against the wall. And for a time, it seemed like that early in the first half, it was not going to go the way the Lakers as they went down by 17, but give them all the credit in the world for trying to charge back. And in the early in the third quarter, D'Angelo Russell, again, with this one moment in time where he really starts to click, hit a couple three-pointers and got the Lakers within one. But unfortunately, by the end of the third quarter, the 
Memphis Grizzlies went on a 19-2 run as they took control and never looked back in a game I was very fearful of that the Lakers would not go ahead and give you the kind of uh, execution that you needed. Lakers looked tired and gassed, gave it the best effort they could. Unfortunately, LeBron, with a subpar effort, as Blue Magic says right there in the chat, one of the worst LeBron James games in the playoffs as he went 5-for-17, 1-of-9 from 3, 15 points, 10 rebounds, 5 turnovers. Anthony Davis, really good in the first half, finished with 31-19, and 19, two block shots, plus 6 overall. Austin Reeves, plus 5, 17 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists, did shoot only 4-for-13. D'Angelo Russell was 11 points and 10 assists, really didn't give you much outside of that early burst in the third quarter. Rui Hashimura was nine, but one of the keys was the guys coming off the bench. Troy Brown Jr. and Dennis Schroeder, 31 minutes, gave you nothing, absolutely nothing. Malik Beasley, six points late in the game, didn't give you what you needed early on in the game. And the Lakers, unfortunately, fall to the Memphis Grizzlies, where the Lakers, though, still lead three to two, but they fall tonight, 116 to 99. And here today, to go ahead and talk about today's game, Good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check him out as Ox1947 at Laker, LakersBall.com. It is Joe Soro. Joe, I'm not going to say anything about the effort tonight because it was going to be tough to match the energy of a team that was desperate and their backs against the wall like Memphis. I give the credit, credit to the Lakers for getting them back to within one. I know Zangerstein and I on playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break and give all the credit to her on some sound thoughts on ham strategies and rotations and going small instead of big. And, you know, we were questioning about the timeouts on that run as far as not being, not taking one when the Lakers really needed to go ahead and slow down the momentum. But overall you can't fault the effort, but it just looked like the Lakers at the end of that third, third quarter got gassed out. Yeah. The Memphis Grizzlies played well, practically the whole game. The crowd, works with role players and role players made their shots. It, it came down to shot making, um, subtracting the D'Lo run. The Lakers were not really making shots uh, on a regular basis and they were. So <clears throat> I, 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 I hate saying that I look at certain games as a loss, but I had no feeling that the Lakers were going to win game five. I just, I just didn't feel it at all. Even after they had beaten uh, Memphis in game four the way they did. But I believe they'll go into game six and regroup and get the energy they need from the home crowd and finish this off on Friday. Uh, should they do that, the Lakers are a team that have beaten a second seed in six, which uh, Kenneth Stone's uh, prognostication becomes true. Well, also the fact that the Lakers would be the first team to, you know, come out through the play in and, and close out a series, unless Miami can also do it as well. What was that statistic? That the Lakers would be the first play in team to actually win the first round series. No play in team has ever. Oh, won the that's playoffs. right. That is, that is, that is good. Yeah. That's, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah. So if Miami or the Lakers do it, they would be the first teams to do it. So Miami. Um, uh, that's going to be an interesting series now that uh, Milwaukee's desperate. Well, it's 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 kind of coincidental that you have Miami and the Lakers, the two participants in the two 2020 uh, finals, making a run here. 
Uh, I think some expected the Lakers to maybe make a run, but no one thought Miami would do what they're doing in Milwaukee. But the Lakers, I, I, I can't really uh, – I, I obviously, you can point at some negative things, Darvin Ham not calling timeouts and LeBron not having a really good game and things like that. But I, I can't say this enough that there is a massive difference between how they played today and how they were playing during the season and why there was so much anger towards the way they were playing. They played hard. They didn't they couldn't get over the hump, but they were playing with effort. They were playing with grit. It just played a team tonight that was just a little bit better than them and they got on a few runs and that's just kind of how it goes with basketball sometimes. Uh, this is still a really, really, really good team. And this is the best defense in the NBA, in my opinion. I, 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 I If I'm Darvin Ham, I sit the guys down uh, on Friday and say, guys, you have played valiantly. You have grit. You have desire. You guys have want. Put it all together one more night. Let's beat this team and make some history. And you will not have to work this hard the rest of the season. Not against anyone, really. I don't see anyone else that's left that could be this much of a problem from a defensive standpoint. And then at that point, it's just like, whew, now you guys can probably run an offense a little, a little bit better without, without the physicality. And that's, that's how I would, I would set it up. But as far as how things worked out tonight, I just did not – I wasn't surprised – at how it turned out, Memphis is a very, very formidable team. They're at home, and best home record in the NBA. And you know, this is it, guys. This is yeah. this is this is what this is what the, this is where we're at. But the Lakers are up three-two. Yeah. With the next game at home, you close out Memphis. Like I said about winning at home in in Game Three and Game Four, no one will remember Game Two. Win game six, no one will give two squirts for game five. So get some rest. LeBron, you got your uh, bad game out of the way. Uh, let's let's have your good game. Uh, AD played phenomenal tonight. Uh, too bad we couldn't close it out with that kind of a game, but that's kind of how it goes. One of the things I want to ask you, Joe, and once again, it's the Lakers, unfortunately, falling at Memphis, 116-99. to They still lead the series three games to two. One of the things I wanted to ask you is, you know, AD in some of these games that the Lakers are winning is not as productive as the games that they're losing. Is this a mindset that the Lakers get AD done and get AD going, but somehow don't manage to go ahead and click around him? Seems to be like it's either AD plays well, or AD scores well, and the rest of the team doesn't give him a hand, or vice versa. So it just seems like it's so weird how that's not working out. It's it's a two man, it's a two star team. It's not. It's just not. It's not spread out like let's say I don't even know who right now is left that would have some some. I guess it's not like uh, the Celtics with with Tatum. Brown and, and and smart, at least one other guy that can cover some ground on a, on a game to game basis. Uh, but even AD's performances like this, it doesn't translate to dominating the game because the defense suffers without him 
and it suffers when he's not covering guys on, on the back end. The Lakers are in desperate need of at least one more defensive player big to probably make this a little bit more form formidable, especially against a team like Memphis. Memphis is not going to go anywhere, and, and, and they're going to be better next year because they're going to have a couple of their young guns that were out for the year back. Yeah. So take that into consideration. Memphis has John Morant, uh, barring his antics off the court, which I have a pretty good feeling he's probably done with that. Um, he seems to always be – he's always been a, a bright guy – at least from from my interpretation, he had some fun, and you know we live in a sensitive world and a crybaby world, and apparently some people got sensitive. And this is you know maybe I might be taking up on you know backing them up on something I shouldn't be, but you know I, I, I that's a that's a discussion for another time. But John Morant's not going anywhere, um, barring those things. And you have a very young team that's that's formidable that's going to likely get better. So the Lakers need to prepare for that when they can but in 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 this situation it's ad gets out it's it's done you're not bringing any bigs off the bench you bring winnie and gabriel in hopefully with some energy and some height but winnie is just not skilled enough to he to, was to, just awful today to make well. to make to make an effort to make something formidable against a formidable team in this kind of environment it's just not fair for for, for anyone to expect that from them yeah, absolutely. Again, with the Lakers not having much uh, production off the bench, and that's something that was concerning. You know, they always say you, you, it's it's rare that you take the bench with you on the road, my friend. Hashimura gave you a little bit, uh, but obviously not to the level he did in games one and two. Uh, but behind him, nothing from Schroeder, nothing from uh, nothing from TBJ. And nothing from real, very little from Beasley. Uh, you know, after the game was already decided, he finally started to make some shots. So, very disappointing to see how little the Lakers got from their bench tonight, especially on a day where they were fatigued. The starting lineup, especially LeBron and AD, a little bit gassed. Would have been great if they got a pickup and a boost from the bench. And some, unfortunately, they did not get it done tonight. The benches played better at home. Now, there are some guys that are off our bench that are not really going to be a factor, it seems. Uh, we've tried to get Beasley going. We even brought in Lonnie Walker. Um, I think the moment is too big for them. This isn't something new. Beasley comes to L.A., yes, he's been a streaky shooter, but he hasn't even really been streaky in, except for maybe a couple games that I remember during the regular season. He has been absolutely abysmal. And I don't know if it's going to change. Uh, it kind of reminds me of Robert Ory in 2003, that 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 playoff for that playoff series against the Spurs. Actually, um, yeah, it's the Spurs. Uh, if your your confidence is off, you're you're and you're a shooter and you're a streaky shooter, you're, you're it's a recipe for for <laughs> non making shot guy. <laughs> However. Uh, I had said this on playback that Rui has taken that's the slot that I thought Beasley would be at. So we don't really lose any ground. Uh, an un, uh, 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 not explained situation tonight enough was we talk about whose performance makes an impact on this team. If you've noticed, when Schroeder doesn't do well in these kind of games, the Lakers lose. He had another goose egg tonight. Yeah, it's very disappointing. Um, 
you you cannot you cannot with that skill set and that need for that guy have zero points in 19 minutes that that's just that can't happen if and Delo other than that little spurt had only 11 points so I'm going to go back to both our star our our our, our, our official point guards if those guys each scored 10 more points, the Lakers win this game. And they had a chance. D'Lo had a chance to score 10 more points. He missed a lot of shots. Dennis Schroeder, if you score 10 points instead of zero, the game is different. We, 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 can't, we can't afford to have these goose eggs. We can't afford to have our point guards lull into nothingness for a 48-minute game. If you don't perform at that position, it looks like with this team, it means that the team is not going to be able to win the game likely. So AD doing 30 and 17, a lot of times what they'll do is they'll let AD do his thing or AD will do his thing. But going back to the, to the modern NBA, while AD is getting those two points, whether it's direct whether it's through an offensive rebound, it's two points. Then Memphis is coming back, shooting a three and going up one in that sequence. And then if you go back and you missed a shot and they come back and shoot a three, you just added and you just eliminated a possession. You didn't and double the and triple the score. It's that's the NBA now. We need Schroeder. We need D'Angelo to make shots for this team to be a... We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Championship contender. Once again, thanks so much for joining us. It is the Lakers fast break. The Lakers do unfortunately lose 116 to 99. They still hold the series lead three games to two as the series heads back to Los Angeles on Friday. Joe, let me ask you this. When it comes to what you're seeing with the defensive side of things, we talked about how the defense has been very good through uh, you know, most of the series. The thing that let them go and let them down today was the perimeter defense as both John Morant and Desmond Bain found it so easy to get in the lane, find their comfortable spots all over the court and be able to shoot with virtually no hesitation and also uh, no contesting. Just, just The Lakers did not make it hard for those two to go ahead and be able to score on that side of the ball. And it just really seemed to be something that, again, as we saw at the end of that third quarter on that run, really hard for them to make up. They tried to take the lead four or five times and they couldn't. And I think yeah. that blew that blew them away. Yeah. I think if they there was a non-call on D'Angelo, uh, I can't remember what part of the game it was. I thought that was a momentum destroyer for the Lakers. Because if he had they had called a foul on that, uh, D'Angelo would have likely taken, you know, hit both free throws and taken the lead there. Yeah. Uh, but you're not gonna set the, the game on one play, but it it's it, it was a it it, it burned because it's you make this run 
and you've got the momentum and you've quieted the crowd and you have LeBron and AD on your team and D'Angelo's making shots, you feel like that should start to go your way. But Memphis played desperate. They are desperate. They're at home. It just played out that way because they're a really good team. And that's yeah, they are a good team. Yeah, that's just give them all credit. 50 win team, backs against the wall. Uh, you know, as I said in the snack pack and the hoodies right there on Twitch, you know, Memphis supporter, I will say, gotta give them credit. They played well, their backcourt played extremely well, their backs were against the wall. They played desperate in front of their home fans, got the best record, uh, home record in the league this year. All the signs were pointing to a tough Lakers game for them and the Lakers seem tired and and you know what Memphis gets all the credit for playing a good game but again the series will now switch to the Lakers home and winning three games in a row is going to be very hard for any team to overcome and I don't think they're going to be able to do it because I think the Lakers can get them in game six yeah and and I know some of the panelists on here are, are wondering why there's there's some Debbie Downers obviously on 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 the chat, but also I'm not. We we got we went to a lot of rants this year. We were we were upset a lot of times, and I was upset. But you guys have to understand, there's a difference between showing effort and losing, and showing no effort and losing. There is a difference. You can see it if if you pay attention. I'm sure most of you know what that means. The Lakers in no way this game looked like they quit. As a matter of fact, they they didn't quit till the end. And Gerald yeah. was going I was nuts about for, yeah, yeah. Why is LeBron and AD still so, in the game? So and, and, while, and they yeah, were there? yeah. So I, I come, I come from the mindset of of, of more of a Bell Belichick. Uh, he he kept Tom Brady and the starters in there until the game was over, because his mindset. And I'm not the, the, you know degrading Gerald's mindset on this. I know he's looking out for for AD's best interest and the league. And AD Lakers. did hurt himself on his tailbone, but good thank goodness. Well, AD happy. gets hurt 15 times a game, so that I don't know if that really matters. Uh and and to 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 coincide that with my my personality and all this. I don't rant. I mean, I know you guys, some of you guys like the rants and I I don't I, I understand that. But the Lakers have not given me a reason to rant the way I really want to rant. I mean, I guess I could rant to, to, to show up. Sure. I can, I can kind of fake it. You know, I can act it, but the Lakers are up three, two. It gets a two seed on their way home. They win game six. This is an unprecedented win in NBA lore. It seven seeds. Don't beat two seeds. It's Playing very, teams. Very, very rare. And the Lakers have dominated most of this series in a lot of ways. So I can't rant for no reason. I just can't. I uh, I, I think it's, it's impersonal. I think it's fake. I don't want to be fake. Uh, the Lakers are playing the way I've been wanting them to play all year. And I'm, I'm very proud of them. I was proud of them today even. And I'm going to continue to be proud of them because they're 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 putting the effort in. Uh, if you guys want me to rant on why Darvin Ham might might have made a mistake not calling a timeout, yeah, I, I guess I could I could go, roll with that. But we didn't get mad at Phil Jackson when he did it. Phil Jackson used to let his team stew in a pile of acid in a lot of the games. That's true. And he was called the Zen Master because he wouldn't call timeouts. 
and he'd like figure it out. What he used to call them, learning tools or something like that. Figure it out. I remember the words "figure it out." We did all. He he would say he did all the work in practice. It's your job now as a pro. Great coaches are not game time coaches in a lot of ways. Their their job was done before they arrive. Sure, they got to manage the game. They got to make adjustments. But your team has to know while they're in a game like this what they're supposed to do, and they're supposed to be motivated. And if the if 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 the coach sees something that would help the team, that's really what the coach's job is to do. Oh, you know what, guys, you don't want to keep Triple J on on the corners because he hits those shots in the corners during whatever offense that that Memphis is running. Those are the type of things. If you spot them in, in film or whatever, those are the things that become valuable in, in terms of having a good coach calling shots during the game. But the Lakers didn't show any quit tonight. They played hard. They almost came back. They ran out of gas, and they had a team that just would not stop. This is a young team. John Morant is a freak of nature. He is the fastest basketball player I've ever seen. And when Bain is hitting shots like that, like he did, uh, you know, for stretches in game game four and now in game five, it's really hard to stop him when they're both playing so well. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's a talented team. Jaw's talented, but uh, I'm 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 already ready for game six. Uh, I I just didn't feel even after game four that this 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 game was going to be a W. Um, I was hoping I was wrong, but. I'll take a game six win in, in, in Staples <laughs> at the Crypt and enjoy the first series win in 10 years. Wait, no, in 11 years at Staples. Intel, we got to think. Intel, we got to think positive, my <laughs> friend. We we got to go ahead and get this game, game six. This is the game that we got to have. Uh, winning twice in Memphis is going to be a tough ask. So they've got to go ahead and do what they can to win on game six. They got to find a way to go ahead and uh, be a little bit better on the perimeter players, at least slow down or at least make it a little bit more uncomfortable for Jaw and Desmond to go ahead and operate. I think they, they gave them way too much today. And then Triple J, uh, you know, he was very good on the inside as far as deterring a lot of the Lakers shots, Joe. If they could try and get him to some sort of foul trouble, which he's prone to doing in game six, that could turn things around rather quickly. Yeah, if you get triple, if you if you can, if, if Darvin Ham wants to show his, his, his improvement in the year, you got to get some, uh, because it's home cooking, you get, you know, you get calls when you're at home, typically. You got to feed AD, if, if Triple J's on AD, Attack them, attack them, and try to get a couple fouls in before uh, before the first quarter is done, and then you'll have that advantage right there because then he'll play. He'll hesitate the rest of the game, and that's the thing with Triple J is he's an emotional player. He's a he's a uh, aggressive player. You take away his aggressiveness, you take away his aggression, uh, his, his focus on dominating. You will have an advantage over him. Well, again, uh, the Lakers, uh, you know, they've got to continue this as far as being able to focus in on closing this out. I know they're tired, but still with the Golden State series still going on, I think that's going to go seven, at least give a chance with the Lakers winning on on Friday as they, they should do. And I'm hoping that they do. 
they will go ahead and be able to at least get a couple days off. And they sure, surely need the rest, as we saw, because the Lakers, as these series get extended out, the Lakers, especially when you saw LeBron today, talk to me about LeBron. He only gets another one day off and then right back to it, my friend. Do you think he can rebound for game six? Oh, no doubt. Uh, I have no doubt that LeBron can can show up on game six. Why I don't see any reason why he wouldn't. Uh, this might have been one of his worst playoff games, but we have to take into consideration that he is where he is in his career at, the, at this point. And he could harness, you know, maybe one last LeBron James game here. And if he does, which what I hope happens in game six is, and I'm hoping between now and then is LeBron somehow finds his shot because LeBron's very streaky too. LeBron can go, he can hit from deep. He can hit from, 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 from distance, but he does get into these dribble, dribble, shoot things so i would i'm hoping that lebron can break out of that and start making these shots if lebron starts hitting threes and schroeder can play play like schroeder can those are the two things that make the lakers roll because once lebron starts hitting threes in consecutive situations they start to worry because now you have to worry about him making that shot and if he catches the ball he does a pump fake he can go to the hole and basically get to it at will we need LeBron to make shots in game six, and we need Schroeder to break down the defense and score 15, hopefully 16 points. D'Angelo, same thing, 15, 16 points, timely threes, and the Lakers will be in very, very good position to win this game. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers do lose 116-99. to The Lakers still have a 3-2 to two series lead as the, lead as the series goes back to L.A. on Friday. Um, Alice says uh, we need a huge game from LeBron in game six. How important it is for LeBron to rebound and also him and AD really go off in game six. I really think they need to send a message and make the statement and get this thing done in game six. I'd like, I'd like to, I'd like for them to get out the gate, hopefully take a 10 point lead going, you know, out of the first quarter and then start sustaining the leads the rest of the way. They've won back-to-back games against Memphis at home. I don't see any reason why they can't harness one more game at home and win it. You beat Memphis at home once. You did your work. You did your job. Now it's time for you to win both all three games at home in a seven-game series against a two-seed. Lakers have to win this game for me to feel like I feel that they're capable. If they don't win Friday, there might be problems. I'm not saying they won't. They didn't have. They wouldn't have a chance to win Game Seven, but it's it's going to be very very difficult to win that game. Well, again, you know, hoodie is out there saying if Memphis runs like tonight, it'll be a, it'll be a good game. Uh, you know, I, I think on at, at LA, I don't think they're going to get that as much much opportunity to do so. You can't run. Yeah, yeah. They they, they played they their best. Front. Yeah, they probably played their best. I've I've watched a few Memphis playoff games here with this particular team. I know it's been a short-lived one, but this was by far the best Memphis Grizzlies win of the John Moran era, for sure. Uh, they were pretty much good from beginning to end. They just had that little lull in the third, but it, they, they quickly flipped it once the Lakers could take uh, advantage of it. Uh, playing at home again and being the best home team, this is what you get. 
This is what, what's been going on. This is the norm. But they're not going to get that same jolt at the crypt. And all we need is the Lakers to play the way they played in game three and game four. Just play like that. Lakers win in six. And uh, then there we go. But hopefully that will continue. Absolutely. The Lakers need to go ahead and, and try and shore up a little bit of that perimeter defense. Plus, again, see what they can do to try and put some foul trouble on Triple J because I think he's the key to their defense because he was really good again tonight. Even LeBron trying to drive in the lane. Anytime he got near Triple J, he passed out. It's again, so, you know, to see the Lakers, it's on their minds when they're heading the lane that if Triple J is there, it really makes them think. And that's the problem, I think. They need to be aggressive or at least have someone else maybe trying to cut to the basket for, for an easy hoop. As long as they make some slight changes, once again, the Lakers can get this done. I'm feeling pretty neutral, like my feel right now. I feel confident to some degree. It's a position you want to be in. When we were talking about Game 7 in 2010, the Lakers blew out the Celtics in Game 6 when they were down 3-2. Then they went into Game 7. Of course, we're, 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 we're hella nervous, right? But you had the best record in that season. You, 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 you played well enough that whole year. Kobe was hitting game-winning shots. All those game-winning shots, what did it come to? Why is Kobe Bryant great? Because of that moment, that moment where you had Game 7 in your building. This is... Not at that magnitude, but it's similar because it is a playoff series. You have a clinching game at your arena. Lakers don't win this. It doesn't really matter at that point. If you're not good enough to win this game, you are not good enough to contend for a title. You win this game, you are a contender. You are a team that's viable. Because you're a seventh seed play-in that beat a two seed that has the best record at home and was playing darn good ball, all especially that last like three, four weeks of the year. So you can't just sit there and say, oh, well, you know, Memphis played well like Denver did, and then all of a sudden they kind of crapped out at the end. No, no, no. They played really well. They came in playing well, and the Lakers stopped them. And if they win Friday, they stopped them completely. Denver has even gotten out of that. They played the perfect team, by the way. They played, you know, Minnesota. They were able to get out of that funk that they've been in the last two months. So what's up, Fried Chicken? What's your question? Uh, he was just saying, as far as his comments, he was just talking about how the, the Kings and the Warriors are going to go seven, which is, uh, again, would be very advantageous if the Lakers close it out in six. At least would give the Lakers a couple of days off before they get into a series. As long as Steph Curry, yeah, seven. As long as Steph Curry is there, though, you never know. Uh, but then again, if we go by what's going on this year, the, the, the Warriors just can't play up on the road for some weird reason. Uh, but, you, you know, it's still, you don't know. They might win in Sacramento. You just don't know. You have to wait and see. Um, right now they're down seven in the first quarter. The, the Warriors? Yes. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm usually at, I'm usually typing and talking to you guys, but usually when it's a, a dual act instead of three or four, it's hard for me to to, to type. No worries. <laughs> no worries. Everybody's uh, yeah, great to have you here. Uh, fried Chicken says, Joe, why are you comparing this team and the coach to the Shaq Kobe Lakers? Let that go. Wait, uh, when did I do that? You did earlier as far as talking about Kobe. 
Uh, I know also the comparison earlier oh, in the chat. Oh, oh, oh. Explain to me what I said that made you think that I was comparing these guys to Kobe and Shaq, not the scenario. Go ahead. Okay, fair enough. What did I say? I, know, I, I don't know what specifically you said. that. that what did I say, fried chicken? He's still typing. He, he can't. He's typing. Give him a second. Uh, he said, I guess, uh, I don't know. I'm just waiting for what he has to say, but uh, I know that what he said <laughs> earlier in the conversation. And as far as on the chat, people were talking about how the Lakers gave up that three to one lead with Kobe Bryant. I guess uh, when, when the Kobe Bryant stopped shooting or decided he didn't want that to was play a different series. Shaq wasn't on it. Um, you can thank Kwame Brown for not getting that rebound in game six that was against Phoenix. That was against Phoenix. Yes. Uh, ain't nothing rooting tootin's characters. Explain my point. Damn Joe. Okay. Uh, I don't like people putting words in my mouth. That's that, that's a pet peeve of mine. I don't compare anyone to Shaq and Colby, but I will compare scenarios to that time. So what I did say was, I think I compared Robert Ory, um, at least that's the one I remember, compared Robert Ory to Beasley in the sense of his shooting prowess in a series. <laughs> I don't know what I said about Shaq and Colby that would, would constitute as what, what's going on with this team. Well, once again, the Lakers do unfortunately lose 116-99. to 99. It is the Lakers fast break. We truly appreciate it. He doesn't remember what he said. Yeah, nobody does. Kwame Brown, Intel Watts says, Kwame Brown, Kwame Brown. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That guy gets more press on this show still, even to this day. Um, what Once again, it is the Lakers fast break. Joe, I want to ask you this. As our focus now is going to shift to Friday with the Lakers – needing to get things done, going back home, still only one day rest. This is one of the reasons why I do, unlike what you said, that everyone will forget if the Lakers win three or four, that they'll forget about game two. I am still remembering game two and how important it was to win that game because, again, as the, the games get tighter, with we don't have the extended days off like they did last week it now becomes more crucial to get LeBron any time, any kind of rest at all. Get I know your, you disagree get, with me on that. Get but your rest. Look, if you're playing, play. You're in the playoffs now. Enough with this rest crap. You, you want to win a championship? Grind it out. This is it. Forget about the rest. Rest after the season. You, 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 you spend $2 million a year on uh, machines and therapy and – Germany trips, whatever it is that you do, you're spending $2 million. You got the highest advanced science in the history of mankind at your side. What rest? Rest for what? The guy's been playing 20 years, 24 if you count the playoffs, and he's still rolling. Okay. I don't, I'm not focused on rest, that F rest. Win game six and get ready to play Sacramento and, and the Golden State Warriors. That's the only thing you should think of. If you want to go rest, Go retire and go to Cancun, and you can stay there all you want and rest. Enough of this rest stuff. The hell last with rest. Thing, last thing I want to cover uh, about tonight's game right now is is Darvin Ham. Uh, you know, again, we talked about the timeout, but the, also the substitutions went to a three-guard rotation, which has never worked out well for the Lakers. Uh, again, some very a lot of great issues there that you know still might be covered. I think again he was trying to reach for something when the Lakers just didn't have that kind of energy. He was trying to reach for a lot of things. He did get some of it back in early in that third quarter, which was great to see. And again, he got the effort. The effort never see even when the Lakers went down on those big runs by by Memphis. 
they still gave an effort all the way through the game. But still, I think as far as the execution of some of those uh, rotations, it didn't help matters any as far as what the Lakers were getting off the bench. Well, Darvin Ham is – we've talked about this all year. He's not – he doesn't have kind of that next-level ability to figure things out. Uh, winning cures a lot of things. The Lakers have won three games, and, of course, when when the Lakers win, he gets no credit. When they lose, it's all his fault, which is – And I'm not saying today was his fault as far as – I just think, would have like to have seen him tweak some things. But, yeah, again, you know, yeah, depressed. Yeah, it's not – it's just – it's not something I, I, I think at this point we we should put too much thought in it. <laughs> Otherwise, you'll go nuts. He's just not – and, uh, and 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 this is not just Darvin Ham. I think it's extremely difficult to coach in the NBA. It was difficult before it got like this. It's always been difficult to coach the NBA because it's a very superstar uh, centric uh, league. One superstar will dominate the team above any coach, any GM. Only the owner doesn't have to worry about his position. And it's even worse in L.A. Pressure in L.A. is immense. It's you don't win with LeBron and A.D. It's 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 difficult. Uh, I would like Darvin Ham to make better adjustments, but he just isn't capable of doing the adjustments the way I think we've used to. We, we've been used to seeing in the past with the, the greats, Pat Riley, Phil Jackson. It's just I think we need to. Just accept what what it is right now, and hope that the <laughs> hope that the Lakers play Game Six like they played Games Three and Four, and they'll win the series. And this is this will be, you know, history. You don't have to worry about Memphis or what happened in Game Two or what happened in Game Five. Win this game. You've put yourself in a fantastic position of winning a game at home that'll close out a series. If you can't do that, you're not good enough to win a title anyways. And I agree with you on that sense, because if the Lakers don't close it out here, you know, when all the advantages have been given to them, then you know what? You, you just don't deserve it. But that will be a telling point of this Lakers season, which has been such an up and down roller coaster scenario indeed, as far as not being able to stand prosperity. But again, it is going back home. They've created the advantage now where it is going back home for a sixth game. The Lakers just need to come out with fire and energy and be able to go ahead and play smart basketball and, and at least provide a little bit more movement in the offense. I, I said it earlier, Joe, that when they got a three-pointer, I think it was from Rui in the corner, that was created because the ball and man was moving. The ball was hopping all over that the court on that possession. Those type of easy open looks can be created if they just do a little bit more ball and mound movement. I understand that they're probably not going to do it now. It's so isolation heavy and you can't get away from it with the Lakers offense. But it would just be nice if they provided some little variations in the offense to make some easier transition or make some easier buckets in the, in the offense. So the question I have for you is, why aren't they doing it? Well, that's a that's something that should be pounded in from from the get go by Darvin Ham. I don't know if he's communicating that or not. I'm not in the huddle in the huddles, but 
you know, it, it just, you have the players that can go ahead and create offense like that as far as moving that ball around. But often we see that they fall in love with that isolation or the, uh, as far as, okay, everybody in the building know it's going to go down low to AD instead of making opportunities to get AD a better look. It's just kind of frustrating at times. For the most part, it's worked in this series. But again, there are points like this where the Lakers need to create good offense and they're not just doing that. They're not being able to do that because, again, they're so reliant on the isolation game. I told you why the NBA is an isolation league. Isolation, open man from downtown. So you can spend 20 seconds running an offense that's thorough, get two points. The other team goes for six seconds, shoots a three, and they beat you by one. The NBA has changed. It's over. We are not ever going to see a 2014 San Antonio Spurs machine of an offense of team again. That was the last time I saw thorough beatdown of, of a team using fundamentals, smart basketball, and perfect coaching. Well, that's, I agree. That, that's, that's what the league is. And on top of that, you have LeBron James, who is a ball-dominant megastar. All-time great, arguably the greatest of all time. He's going to dominate that offense no matter what system we put in it. And there's just nothing you're going to do about it. And it's always going to resonate even when he's off the court because that's what you play. That's what you practice. That's what's there. You're not going to be running any kind of triangle or any kind of consistent pick and roll. It's just not It's just not, It's just just not. not going to work with the, 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 the team setup right now and, and the way that the culture is. Well. To your agreement, uh, Darvin Ham has already said in the post game that he's going to be looking to extend minutes for some players on the Lakers team in Game Six. Uh, you know, because they really got to have that Game Six. I think he is aware that Game Six is got to be the turnaround for them. They got to go ahead and make sure that that's the game that they're going to get. He's going to make sure that they're going to play almost every single minute if they have to. So you'll see more extended minutes from AD and LeBron primarily or some key players to do just that. Okay, I'm going to mention something. I want you guys to open your ears. Scenario comparison. You ready? Lakers went up 3-1 in the 2000 finals against the Indiana Pacers. They go back to Indiana. They get shellacked in game five by 33. They came back and won in game six. Not comparing LeBron to Kobe. Not comparing Wenyan Gabriel to Shaq. Scenarios. Home crowds matter, especially in the playoffs. They matter to a young team with a lot of good role players that can shoot. The Lakers won two games in a row in this series. There needs to be a, uh, we need to find a statistic on how likely, because we've always said who wins game four, who wins game three, likely wins the series, right? I want to know the statistic of what happens when a team wins two in a row in a seven game series. I bet you it's in the 80, 85 range. Lakers have done everything right in this series to put themselves in a position to win it in six. And at this point, we have to wait until Friday to see if this team is championship worthy. 
all the stuff that we were talking about all year, stuff that I said at nauseum, this team is not built for a ch championship. They're not. They can change it all on Friday. Couldn't agree more, my friend. Couldn't agree more. But once again, it is the Lakers fast break. The Lakers do unfortunately lose 116 to 99. Lakers do still do lead three games to two as they head back to Los Angeles for a game on Friday. Please, we had a lot, you know, if you can just join us on playback.tv slash Lakers fast break. It is a lot of fun. We had a great time, even though the Lakers unfortunately did not get it done tonight. We still had a great crowd, Joe. It was awesome. One of our largest crowds ever. Yeah, playback is fun. It's uh, unfiltered. Uh, I wasn't able to get be there from the beginning, unfortunately, but I was able to get the tail end uh, of, of, of the games. But uh, it's a good time. It's 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 just like the Eli Peyton Manning thing they do on ESPN, except you don't have to listen to Eli Manning try to be funny. <laughs> there you go, indeed. But Intel Wild, uh, hopefully we can also get you some more snack packs in the coming days as well. Uh, looking forward to it. Um, I will say to fried chicken, yeah, I think uh, what happened was is that, yeah, the ball was moving that, that that game in New Orleans. I really remember that. That was really good to see. And then the next game, they sat down AD in Houston in that infamous game that they lost <laughs> without AD. <laughs> I think that's uh, what I also remember most about that period. That was worthy of a rant. <laughs> yes, that, yes. Go back if you want to see an epic Joe rant. Go back to that that particular wrap up. Call, call it season. call it old school. Call it different mentality. I would rather you play to win at any cost and get hurt versus be a complete wuss and sit out and and then just relinquish any chance of winning in the hopes of doing something later like you don't know what later is you don't know what those consequences are so when kobe tore his achilles i'm it was devastating right but if you're a common sense thinker you will sit back and say i've been watching this guy play for how long this was the only way this was going to end until he completely broke yeah and he did okay that's 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 why we that's why Kobe Bryant is the most famous man in the city of Los Angeles. He spoke to every single culture, every single nationality, every single race. Because every nationality, every race, every culture respects all out focused do your best at all times. Why did we why did why did people love Brett Favre? Same reason. Brett Favre was spitting out blood. I was watching the game. Saw Kevin Green sack him like he was a a, a, a punching bag. Bleeding still comes back in the game. People, we admire those who play hard. These guys are getting paid how much money? All this stuff. We don't relate to them in any way, right? That's what makes us relate to them. When they give it all out, Kobe Bryant makes $40 million, $30 million, and he's playing like he's making, he's trying to earn his money. That's very admirable. So the Lakers tonight, despite the loss, played like they were trying to win no matter what. That doesn't deserve a rant. That deserves praise. 
and support for a game in my book that was destined to happen if they were to win this game. Game six in L.A., win this game, and you finally shed whatever happened before and say this team is ready to win, to go after a championship. One thing I want to mention, uh, and then I've got a good question from Alex before I head on out for, for you. Uh, one thing is, is the offensive rebounds. The, the Lakers gave up 14 rebounds. LeBron said in the post game that's way too much to give up, and also the turnovers. He said he played like garbage. Actually, used an expletive for that, but he said he'll be better in game six. The offensive rebounds were also a key. They, it just shows that the kind of effort that the Memphis Grizzlies were giving there was a, probably a fatigue factor with the way why the Lakers weren't able to go ahead and keep them off the boards like that. But man, you know, if they can reduce that and reduce some of the turnovers as well, that can also set things up well for them in game six. Alex, I have full confidence that the Lakers could beat Sacramento. The series that would be interesting is obviously Golden State yeah. because of Steph Curry. Steph Curry, he's like AI. I remember. I know Fox is super fast. He's super fast, but you can, if you can, if you can beat John Morant, you can beat Fox because, because Fox's supporting cast isn't as good as Memphis. You can beat the Kings despite having a record of uh, one and three against them this year. Playoffs are a completely different ballgame. Again, it's a completely different ballgame. It's John Stockton and Carmelo, and a lot of people know this had a really, really heavy winning record against Michael Jordan in the regular season. What did that do for them in 1997, 1998? It didn't mean anything. This is the playoffs. If the Lakers win Friday, I'm going to be cheering for the Kings to play the Lakers because I think that's a better matchup, and I think the Lakers have a much easier time beating that team versus Golden State because this, again, is a superstar league. And Steph Curry is a freaking superstar. And he's dangerous. Grandpa of three, glad to have you here. Appreciate so much as far as uh, you being part of what we're doing here at the Lakers Fast Break. Uh, you're right. If Darvin Ham doesn't get it done and the Lakers don't get it done in, on Friday, it's going to be tough to win two games in the series on the road at uh, at Memphis, who has the best home record in the NBA. So definitely got to get it done on, on Friday. I do want to mention one last thing that Alex mentioned a question to us. Something we didn't see very much at all, and and also with with LeBron's fatigue status, might actually be able to help the Lakers. Is why do we see him more in the post? Who's this, LeBron? Yeah, why do we see him more? One hundred percent energy. It, there's too much energy to to to, to give out and down down in the post. I, what I what I wish uh, what I'm kind of saddened about with with LeBron's game is he had a really good turnaround jumper for in in 2020 and 2021. I don't know what happened to it. I don't know yeah. what happened to him. Maybe, maybe, um, maybe ISO down in the block uh, changed. Maybe they're sending out more double teams now because they're not worried about these guys shooting. I think that's what it is. Actually, we don't have as scary shooters as now, or at least I know this is a newer team, so it's not a full season team, right? But I think guys were more were scared of KCP and Caruso kind of hovering around there. So LeBron had more room to get to the block and, you know, do a couple of moves and, and, and do turnaround jumpers because he was making them. He, he was – that was a facet in his game. I had, Caruso I hadn't seen would cut. Caruso would oh, cut and cut hard. There you go. So Caruso – yes. So Caruso had that ability too. Thank you. 
Um, yeah, yeah. Good memory, G. That was an excellent point. So, the two things that you could rant about, obviously the offensive rebounds killed us tonight too. That needs to be fixed. And then movement. Can we get some guys slashing and going back and forth? I don't know. That has to – that – I think the issue there is are we confident as players – Let's not we, but is Reeves, is uh, D'Angelo, are they confident? Uh, Vanderbilt, are they, are they confident in being able to concentrate and getting the ball? while they're moving around because i think it, it's this can't walk and chew gum at the same time situation on why they probably don't do it because i've been racking my brain why aren't they moving why aren't they slashing why are they just standing there watching well maybe they're afraid to cut and go to the basket i don't know any other reason again that's just a little bit of movement i'm not asking for you know, Harlem Globetrotters or even Golden State Warriors style movement. I'm just one more guy cutting the back. Instead of you see LeBron, AD, they're looking to post up AD. LeBron just dribbling it in front and three guys just standing around the perimeter doing nothing. That's what irritates me, my friend. That's that's the kind of lack of ball movement. It just makes it so much harder for the Lakers to score and so much easier for the other team to defend. You have to also factor in, Gerald, that, you know, this this team that has John Morant, I'm not saying that, that the Grizzlies are fast. John Morant is so fast, he actually makes them fast sometimes. But I think a lot of it, too, is having enough. Uh, if you miss the shot, you're you're stuck. You're, you're going to be in fast break hell. So I think a lot of the non-movement is to be able to set a base back in case we don't make the shot. We have people that can get back on defense quicker. You have to factor that in, too. Basketball is not a half-court business. It's a full-court business. And when you have someone who can run what looks like a 4-3-40 with a basketball, you have to keep enough balance on that court so that you can get back on defense. That's the only thing. Those are the, That's another thing that, I'm, that, that I think might be the issue. It's either that or one of those things and the fact that slashing and getting to the hoop and moving around – they're not. Maybe they're scared. They're scared that they the ball's coming to them and they got to make a shot. It takes a certain confidence to be able to handle movement and handle people bumping you and still being concentrated enough to get the ball in the basket. Well, I'll tell you what, though, it's been a great conversation. Unfortunately, the Lakers did lose one sixteen to ninety nine. Everybody has been awesome in the chat. I don't know why Steph Curry was here. He's busy losing right now, so he better get back onto the court and to see what he can do to help his team win. But we'll see what happens there. But again, the series now shifts to Los Angeles with the Lakers leading three games to two. Hopefully we can go ahead and get this thing done on Friday. You know, Joe and I will come back with you on Friday morning. Uh, I'm substituting for Mr. Magic Man himself. We're going to come up with some programming too on Thursday and maybe even a Friday afternoon snack snack pack. Maybe we can sneak one in as well. I know Intel wild big shout out to him. He loves his snack pack. So we'll see what we can do to comply, but definitely going to see what we can do to get things back on track for the Lakers in game six. Any last thoughts, my friend, before we head on out, get some rest guys. Game six. I'm talking to both the players and everyone on the chat. Let's, Let's get some rest. Let's get ready for game six from a viewer standpoint, and hopefully the Lakers can get 
mentally focused on harnessing game three and game four performances at home to do it one more one, one, one last time in game six at home put these guys away on Friday and let's 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 go after it man let's let's solidify the the, the championship run now you beat Memphis in six you have solidified yourself as a title contender you're getting into the second round of the playoffs when you weren't even supposed to make the play in that's a hell of a feat, especially with a team that's only played together for two and a half months. Absolutely. Couldn't agree with you more right there. Looking forward to seeing what happens, and we'll definitely be here to report it for you. If you have any questions for us, you can always post it below in the comments, wherever we are at, wherever it's Twitch or Facebook or YouTube. We try to get to it as fast as possible. Or you can always send us a line, LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com, or any give us a shout-out yeah, at any time at all at Lakers Fast Break on social media. Again, we're going to try and provide you more con- more as much content as we can get you to you, you know, as far as the next couple of days. Plus also as well, we're going to definitely try to go ahead and, and cover the best we can on playback. Playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. I cannot stress enough how great it is to have all of you, as many of you, part of what we're doing here at the Lakers Fast Break. Really great to go ahead and be part of the community that's there, Lakers Fast Break, at for our live watch parties at, at playback. So please go ahead and join us there on Friday night. Looking forward to a great Friday night for the Lakers. Hopefully a closeout of the series. Definitely would love to have as many of you part of that. And, of course, the post game, the awesome post game as well right here at the Lakers Fast Break. So for Joe Soro from Simblades.com and also LakersBall.com, it is Gerald Glassford once again. It is the Lakers, unfortunately, losing tonight. Still up 3-2 to two in the series. Will they get it done on Friday? We believe so. And I know you do as well, Laker fans. We're hoping for that, and we'll keep talking about it right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Have a good evening, everyone. Stay safe.